most important thing in the Olympic Games is not winning, but taking part. The essential thing in life is not conquering, but fighting well. Pierre de Coubertin, founder of the Modern Olympics. Patrick Coleman was born in Southern California and now calls Bloomington, Indiana home. He earned his B.A. from the University of California, Irvine, and is currently finishing his M.F.A. at Indiana University. He is a segment producer for the radio program Bloomington Storytelling Project Presents The Port Swing on WFHB Community Radio. He is married to a lovely, non-competitive person. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Patrick, what have you brought to read to us today? Team Dressage. We had worked the canter, had it down, the flying change, the full pass, the volt, the piaf, the corbet, and capriole. The dishwash and the lawn mow were simple to master, as were our late-night back rub and kindness to work friends. Where our training paid off was with the naming of children, the calmness on ketaminia, the sympathetic financial outlook. We lost some sleep over that one, so complex, and the line between healthy self-control and debilitating repression so thin, but now it's nearly thoughtless, it's so easy. That's how good we were at all of it, our brains eagerly engaged elsewhere, our bodies and our wills moving and genuflecting and serving in concert, the air between our bodies nearly singing from the harmonies of ourselves moving through it. We were perfect for showing and eager to. Team Archery From 70 meters out, the yellow, orange, and red circles on our man's shirt looked as large as the flame on a lit match. Our woman's breathing was shallow. She knocked an arrow to her bowstring. The grass waved in a light crosswind. A hawker called out for peanuts. Our woman pulled back her drawing arm at the sound of a beep and sighted the arrowhead on the tiny sun of our man's target-painted chest. And then she waited. In the corner of her eye, she saw a loaded gurney being dragged to the parking lot, a feather-tipped vertical line jigging at every bump on the ground. The fletching rubbed her cheek. After some time, the bicep of her bow arm began to tremble. From 70 meters out, our man signaled her with a double thumbs up. Her drawing hand crept but didn't release. With some effort, she brought her arm back in without releasing the arrow, and the steel bleachers thundered with fans getting to their feet to cheer. 622 seconds, folks, the PA system blared. She had a full 10 minutes to let that arrow fly, and she didn't do it. What control? Now that is what these games are all about. But she'd wanted to let go. The entire time she was imagining piercing him, imagining his imagining her capable of such a scary, obvious thing. Team pole vaulting. It's a strange thing to be inverted 40 feet off the ground, To let go of the pole that sprung you to that height, it's kind of mad. When you've practiced as much as we have, it doesn't seem so crazy, but take a step back and, whoa, why do we want to do that to ourselves? And that we're trying to get over a pole, a stupid artificial challenge, when there are all these other, very real, more impossible challenges, that's senseless. And then to see another hand next to your hand that just let go, to follow that hand down the arm to find a smooth shoulder jointed into a neck, and a face above it, all concentration, hair flapping in what, for you, is the wrong direction, a face you've worked with every practice, one you've spat arguments at in moments hated, a face you've seen wrecked with sadness, cheap with petty jealousy, childlike in insecurity, bleeding in injury, 
a face that, to be honest, you don't often see at all except as a warped, leaden mirror of yourself, you fool, the prime example of the kinds of decisions you make. To be inverted in air, and what a wonder to see this face and think, oh, hello, beautiful one, before beginning the descent. You've been listening to Athletic Poetry by Patrick Coleman on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro.